0: Only from Rustolium. I'd be shaking if I was you.
1: Why would you say that? I'm so scared now. <laughs> I'd be shaking. I, I'm shook Welcome to That Would Bang Podcast. A podcast where we talk, debate and
2: banter about the content we watched that week. But it doesn't stop there. Not only do we discuss these shows, but we also come up with our own alternative storylines for them too. I'm your co-host Adessi. And I'm your co-host Patricia and we hope you enjoy the show. Just a quick note, there might be a few spoilers in this episode, so beware. Otherwise, kick back, relax, and enjoy.
1: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Batwood Bang Podcast. You are joined by Patricia and... Co- Adesi. Oh, and... <laughs> and i'm so <laughs> gassed to introduce this week's guest like honestly so gassed we have the amazing kosar ali did i say that right i hope i did yes you did yes Perfect.
0: you're actually the first person to say it right oh my really? god i love that for us Yeah, <laughs> everyone else is like kazar or Kusi oh, wow I'm
1: like... they proper try to remix that um <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> But yeah, Kosa is the rising young actor who starred in the Netflix film Rocks, and has been longlisted for a Bafta for her role as Maya, which is so amazing. Um, but yeah, the film has been longlisted eight times in total. So if you haven't watched it, I would definitely recommend going to watch Rocks after this after this episode because it's Honestly. so great. But yeah, thank you for joining us. It's so amazing to have you. Of
0: course, it's my pleasure. I'm excited.
2: You excited? I love that. Yes, I'm
0: excited.
2: <laughs> We've definitely been very excited to have you. I think it's because our first episode that we ever recorded was about rocks and we were just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. We love Sick. this. So like the fact that you said you're coming on board, it's a pleasure. It's great. No man, I'm excited as well. Thank you guys for having me. Alright, so um what has everyone been watching this week? Well,
0: I've been watching a lot of things, I can't lie nice to you. Um but this week I watched Malcolm and Marie.
2: Um mm.
0: What else did I watch? I can't lie to you. I've been watching a lot of RuPaul as well. Drag Race? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've just become addicted to it. Um, and of course, I watched Soul. That was last week, though.
1: Um, what did you think about Malcolm and Marie? I just want to know everyone's thoughts on that <laughs> film.
0: I think, yeah. Malcolm and Marie was an interesting film because I think I really loved the way it was black and white. I think that really added like a Hollywood feel to it. It was different. Um, It kind of felt like I was watching a theatre play, which I kind of liked, um, and how it was like set in the house and it was only them two that was like, basically, just Mm -hmm. them and then surrounded by nothingness. I think it, I think it kind of was, it was, it was really cool how it was set up. um, And I think the acting was brilliant, bro. um, Mm 10-10. I really think Zendaya deserves, like, that recognition that she wants. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Because mm. after she done Disney, everyone's just looking at her like, like Disney princess <laughs> and shit. Yeah. So she's trying to, like, get her name out there, which I think she totally deserves. Um, and John as well. He was incredible. But this relationship was confusing as hell. But it was a good thing. <laughs> I was like, what in the toxicity
1: is going on here? oh yeah no 100 it was just two hours of them like arguing what and I'm just like I don't know what's going on here like I feel like I should not be watching you guys go up in flames like it, this but exactly I it was
0: dragged, a lot. It, you know, dragged it you know I arguing really dragged it <laughs> every day
1: Marie I said get out of here mate
3: I
0: was looking at her like, you better get out of that front door. He dragged it. Nah, mm-mm. I would be like, yeah, love, I'm leaving. i put my shoes on, i am like, I'm gone.
1: Yeah, I can't lie, Marie is a trooper for sticking out that long because he basically trooper. just used her, which is a bit mad. Really? So, because she had experienced, yeah, so the subject of his film was about this kind of young drug addict and she turned her life around and stuff like that after a pivotal overdose moment Uh, in her life mm. and that that was something marie had experienced and he basically she felt like he got into a relationship with her kind of like harvested her story and her trauma put it onto the screen wrote this play and didn't thank her at the award ceremony didn't cast her in the cast her in the movie or anything like that And she basically just felt like she had been like she'd Mm. been chewed chewed up and spat out yeah Yeah, it
0: was weird it was really weird but good but weird because i know um when i read like a lot of critics writing about it and some people were like oh i think um it really depicted like a true relationship i was thinking is
1: that a true relationship (laughs) can't relate can't relate mate Mate, techie if that's a relationship you can definitely keep it
2: yeah i was like no, i'm
1: good
0: like i ain't going to be in a relationship i'll stay single for life because that that wasn't that wasn't a relationship to me especially when he came at her with the nail clipper line i said it's a lot <laughs> he's lucky he's lucky
1: <laughs> but yeah good acting though. good acting. yeah 10 out of
2: Definitely. 10 for sure yeah <laughs> okay so patricia
1: what did you watch this week do you know what i haven't really been watching like any sort of movies or tv shows but i've been watching the graham norton show which is was was reggae on it mr reggae was was on it my baby, reggae
0: oh reggae do you know what
1: i saw his face on the little snippet that they posted i said i'm gonna dive back in because i I (laughs) like dropped it for a bit um and now i've just been sucked like straight back in like i used to be so obsessed with it Mm. um But yeah, it's just a really good talk show and he was basically on it and like talking about like how he was like acting with like Daphne and stuff and like all the sex scenes and stuff, which was really interesting. But um, no, it's just just an easy watch. Mm -mm. No, they're not, you know, they're not in a
2: relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody can't see what Coase is doing. (laughs) She's giving a little side eye.
0: (laughs) Yeah, on Instagram, all I see is like them like, looking at each other like glamorous eyes and the interviews he's always been my my daphne like my
1: they have a lot of chemistry that's the thing mm. so you wouldn't really be surprised much. if they came out and said we're in a relationship i wouldn't be surprised no nah, but it was a good watch it's a definitely an easy watch because i felt like i needed something because mm. it's been a stressful week i just wanted mm. to like de-stress um i always laugh and it also puts me on to like good music and good shows like, so now I feel like I just have stuff to, like, go back and dip into, like, after it. But, yeah, that's basically what I've been watching, that and The Office, just, like...
2: You love yeah, The Office.
1: stuff Love that. Off That Show, don't you? I love The Office. I do, <laughs> I do. It's so funny.
0: I've never actually watched The Office, though.
2: Ever. Like, any episode.
0: No, I've never actually, like, just never, like, even looked at it. I always hear it. On my Instagram, I always see, like, memes about mm. it, but I've never, like, sat down and actually mm-hmm. watched it. Which I should. Which I should. I definitely
1: do it I think and you should
2: be just dictate it so
0: long i looked at like, how many seasons and i
2: said yeah yeah no nah, it's true up. you know what that actually puts me off when something's like successful and there's like more than four seasons i'm like it's too much I, oh
1: I yeah can't. it's too much it's
2: too late that's the best part because nah, then you have so mm. much to like get into nah, i find that overwhelming like i'm just like Same. it's too, like i don't want to get this invested it looks like a lot of time out of my life is leaving from watching it that's how i see it exactly so how long is your ideal season? What, like two? No, like if it's like do you know what it is? Cause I think how many how many episodes are in the the office? How many episodes in each season? It's like pushing twenty. Can you imagine? Pushing twenty. <laughs> and you want me to now watch everything? No. But they're like you're, twenty you're five minute episodes. Mate. No, I'm good. Yeah, you're on your you're own on your own. <laughs> I
1: swear to God. Wow, no you guys
2: block your blessings
1: then. Block no your blessings.
0: Way. That's fine. No way am I <laughs> sitting there for that many seasons? And it has to be something interesting do you get it's something that will keep me like and this office is not really like something like that. It's more like ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> I, I hear
1: that. Fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
2: Um Odessa, what have you been watching? Um, so this week. Two main things I've been watching. First one, WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Can't lie. I was going to start that last night. Can't lie, I can't lie. It's actually very good. Like, I'd say it's it's pushing it up there with, like, one of my favorite series. I know I've gassed it. Oh. It's only five episodes so far. Maybe I'm just gassing it right now. I'm very excited. I just like Marvel as a whole. I'm not a diehard Marvel fan, but I, I appreciate Marvel. I say that's a good recommendation, WandaVision. It's one of those things that... I didn't know what to expect. And then I started watching it. I was like, I actually understand why people are hyping this show on the TL. Like, it makes sense. Do you feel like you have to be a
1: Marvel fan or, like, understand the Marvel universe to, like, get into it? Because I'm put off by the fact that it's part of Marvel because I don't watch Marvel. I swear to God, I've watched the Iron Man once. That's it. (laughs) Huh? What do you play yeah, with
2: it.
0: your life I, if you
2: don't
1: watch Marvel? I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. It's,
0: disappointed. It's
1: hey, never... love, I'm signing out, bro. you <laughs> Don't watch Marvel. Do you know what? Okay, so you see how you were like the office is so no, long. No, like, so, not the same. No, no, no. no but like Marvel, there's so many movies that you have to get into the yeah, whole Marvel it's... universe that you have to watch in order.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's the interesting so, thing. Like, do try run it that on That guy me. from that film comes in here, like, come on. Trisha, but that means I have to start it from the
1: start to, like, get into it, no? Not really. Yeah.
0: Not really. You can just watch The Avengers. Like, you don't have to watch The Guardian. of God. You don't have yeah. to do all of that. Okay, I've watched watch. The
1: Avengers, to be fair. I yeah, Just watch the, I Avengers have watched the
0: Avengers in, um, Order. like, in... Order and then that's it you understand the plot like you don't need to go watch full ragnar and watch all of full story and then all of iron man that's like i do that <laughs> but you don't have to do that you know that's a lot <laughs> just watch the avengers and you're sorted
2: yeah definitely watch it i think you probably need to watch um infinity war before like mm-hmm. before you watch it and there's one before that i can't remember what the one before infinity it was it in the civil war no, I think it's actually just Infinity War and Endgame. You probably need to watch those two and then watch WandaVision and then you're you're fine.
0: I hate Vision, though. I'm sorry, but I can't stand him. I really can't. Like, he's so useless. He's a robot. Yeah, there's a there's a stone in your head and you're that useless. No, I'm sorry, I can't. Dead. I can't. He's the, it's his fault that everyone's dead from Endgame. You know that? Because he couldn't defend himself. That's why we're here. Nah, man, I'm annoyed now. Don't... No, no I'm being
2: Guys, I can't lie. We've been talking about shows that aren't Soul for a hot minute now. Can't lie. <laughs> I think it's time to move on to the next section of the podcast. Don't you? All right, so for everyone who doesn't know what Soul is about... Um, soul is a disney pixar movie about a musician called joe gardner who embarks on an unexpected journey which helps him to discover what the true meaning of life is and yeah what what is everyone's thoughts on the film what did you like it did you not like it What does everyone think i mean i loved
1: it yeah, I, I'm see. I'm not going to lie. I saw everyone on the TL talking about it like over Christmas and I was like, OK, so I see you. But I didn't really watch it because I like to wait for like the excitement to die down a bit. I don't know. I just. Yeah. So I waited and then I watched it and I was like so hooked. I never thought I'd be this hooked by a Pixar Disney film. I just thought it was like really creative, just like having that whole different realm and kind of exploring like lost souls and like the afterlife and stuff like that but it was just so feel good it just made me so happy but also like some of the jokes were a bit adult like like I was laughing about like certain things and I was like this is definitely for my age group Mm. like that's why I'm enjoying it so much but I thought it was great I loved it
0: yeah what did you think I think it was I think it was amazing um like I really loved it. Like it was just yeah, I was so like hooked into it. Um I hear what you say when you say like it was for you as well, like adults. I think the way they did it was so like just so unique because I was watching it with my little cousin and she would like still be like finding it funny and da 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 but it she might have not seen like the deeper messages within mm. it. But like when I watched it, I was still enjoying it and stuff. So I think they just did it in such an incredible way and um yeah, it was it was a feel good but it also had like a catharsis, like ah, like to it. Do you get what I mean? Because um, yeah. when I watched it, then I was just like,
3: yeah, I was
0: like, <laughs> this is the end. I, I nearly actually like <laughs> tear drop <laughs> came out. I I really? Like, yeah, it was just so like, oh man, it was deep. It was deep. It was deep.
1: What did you think of Did you like it? Did you not? Um,
2: I think I liked it. I don't feel like I loved it, but it's not because it wasn't good. I just feel like it was a film in it. Like it was decent. Um I think for me the first time I watched it I just eaten like a big bowl of rice so I slept like I I missed <laughs> <laughs> I missed a lot so then when when it came to watch it again I my eyes opened to see the ins and outs of it I think it's a film that's needed in society right now cuz everyone is always trying to do so much or find the true meaning of life or do this and do that and they don't enjoy the present and I feel like this generation and this like age group or this World as a whole needs it, but yeah, mm. just like thinking about
1: that, like, do you believe in like having a purpose, like a purpose?
0: So, yeah, because before I always used to say, like, oh, um, like, what's our actual purpose? Do you know what I mean? Um, I think sometimes we forget, like, yeah, living is the purpose, do you know what I mean? Like, that's why we are here, um, like to live, like, you're literally doing like you're living out your purpose, which is living. Do you get what I mean? Um, I think all the other things are just a part of life, but they're not your purpose. It's not what you like it's not when you die, that's not what you're gonna like I feel like look back on and that's not what you're really gonna be remembered for. It's more about how you decided to spend it if that makes sense.
1: I feel like I agree. I just feel like having one singular thing to pin your whole entire life on just seems a bit mad because then you don't really take in all the other stuff mm. that makes life really, like, beautiful and, like, what it, and what life really is about, like Kosar said. And I think music was just Joe's passion. Like, you could tell that he loved it, but was it the thing that he needed to pin his entire life on? No, because it just meant he was kind of neglecting all those other things, like his friendship with the barber. Like, he never asked about his life ever because he was just so consumed by what he loved, and that was music. Mm. And I just,
2: yeah... I feel like what you both have said about purpose is just like, it's just about embracing life for what it is and the, embracing the relationships of the people around you. Um, I agree with the concept of it, like not being a soul thing, but I do feel like your passions and all this kind of stuff, they all work together to the purpose being like a journey rather than just a end point. And I feel like that's something that Joe in the film kind of learns. That as much as like music is his, what's it called, the spark? like. It's his spark. There's so many things that you can do with that spark that it's not just about you. And I yeah. feel like Soul kind of highlights that your life is about other people as well, like how you're impacting them and not necessarily like you changing their lives, but more about just being present and your words can change people. So yeah, I think it's cute. I think it's cute. Do you know what I love though? I also love that ki- Like he came to that realization
1: through 22. Like mm. the fact that she like came to earth for the first time and. When I was watching it, I was like, that's actually mad. Because obviously when you're a baby, you don't clock that you're a baby. So you're not deep in that you're, like, seeing things for the first time or, like, feeling things for the first time. So, like, watching that 322 and she's, like, eating pizza for the first time and smelling things. (laughs) And she's like, you're going to die because your belly is rumbling, not knowing that's just hunger. I just thought that was, like, the little things like that just made me love it all the... Like, love it even more. Um, I think
0: the part that I was like, oh, that, like, oh, it was... um... You know, when he, like, his whole journey from the beginning of the film was to, he was so obsessed with that show that he, like, was waiting for his whole Mm -hmm. life. Um, And it's interesting because, yeah, like, we all think, oh, you know, like, we all have one thing that we, that's our spark. um, And, like, for example, let's say today I was told that I'm going to be, like, let's say my whole dream in life was to be in Black Panther. Mm. Yeah um and I had that opportunity it's like he had the opportunity to play in his concert and he was so like like the whole thing he was just up like he that was his whole like end journey that he thought that if he did that his whole life wasn't gonna change like he thought like oh I'm gonna you know get that feeling and it was peak because when he did it mm. he, he felt he felt not, like he felt nothing he was yeah. the same
2: but do you know what for example like my favorite um character or situation slash relationship was Joe's relationship with like Connie, which is the young saxophonist. Because mm-hmm. it's those ones that sometimes in your life, right? You think that you're, what you're doing doesn't matter or it doesn't make a difference, but like, Connie as much as she acted like she didn't care she really not yeah she idolized him like she just saw him as like someone who could help her like really understand things and I just thought that his like mentor slash relationship with her I thought it was really beautiful I thought it was really it was, cute. really
1: it was really cute when he sort of like when Connie came to his apartment and she was like I'm quitting like she was ready to like throw the towel in mate, and like all she wanted was just him to reassure her like do you know what I mean and he and obviously like 22 was in his body at that time but like just (laughs) Joe looking at him and just well looking at Connie and just being like no you need to you love this you love playing this instrument like this is something that you enjoy you should just go with it and she was just like in her vibe just like playing her instrument and then she just left and that was like the validation that she needed I was like that's so cute like I thought that was sweet I hope you didn't explore that in your alternative scene, Jessie, because
2: it's going to be bro. a bit sticky. <laughs> bro, it's a bit sticky still, I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's on you, boy. <laughs> it's all right. We'll find out. We'll find out. I'm guessing you did. <laughs> it is what it is, baby. We're going to see. Well, man. We're going to see.
1: <laughs> Do you think he'll ever bump into twenty two? That's what I want to know. Because obviously, 22 going to Earth for the first time, she must oh. be a baby. But it's like she could be anywhere in the the world world. like it wouldn't just be like new york she could be like in china australia india so it's just like will they ever cross paths again and like would they recognize each other
2: if they ever did do you feel like people are genuinely born with their like sparks and stuff or do you think that's something that is nurtured into you because like the film suggests that everything is given to you straight away you have certain inklings and then you'll become this thing but like i also thought that nature plays like a a massive role in like who you decide to be or your environment plays a role so what do you guys think in regards to that i it's
1: a hard question you know it is a hard question but i do i i agree with you just i do think it's also kind of nurture like i think the stuff that you're born with is kind of like it's what gets you out the starting blocks do you know what i mean like it's your personality the things that you love but I guess it kind of evolves, like, over time and as you kind of experience life a lot more and also kind of changes along the way, I feel like. I don't feel like you just have something born within you and you're just like, that's my purpose and I need to find it. I just think it's a bit... It's a bit limiting to think of it like that. I do feel like your environment will play a part in that and what opportunities you get and stuff like that. I
0: feel like um, our personalities... Not as a whole, but some things are given to us. Cause before I used to think we were just like a blank canvas, and then as we grow, we pick stuff up. But like recently, my sister gave birth, um, my little niece, and I don't know. As I've been just yeah, and I just as I've just been watching her grow, it's like, huh? Like she's actually very smart. <laughs> like who taught her that? Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's just like the little stuff, like, and she's cheeky, and like her personality, like she already has a personality. So if she was such a black ca- canvas, like how is she Do you get? It? So I don't know, like, um, but like in terms of like that type of stuff of life, like the, like what you said about the opportunity, like the tif- different aspects of that, then yeah, I think that's what you pick up as you go on, mm. yeah. Because I don't think that is a part of life. I think that just came as we, as the world evolved. Because if we go back to like the the cavemen and the, that, like you can't really say they were given. One thing they kind of evolved as well,
1: um, if if that makes sense. This was deep, guys. May I can't lie. <sighs> <laughs>
2: it's
1: probably got me deep in my life. Like, do I have to go back to work on Monday? Yeah.
2: You know what? Don't go. Patricia, quit now. Quit. I quit.
1: Here's my latest <laughs> It's not your purpose, yes. Patricia. It's not your purpose. I'm out.
2: Don't listen to us. Don't listen to us. <laughs> you gotta get it the It's true.
0: <laughs> like, what do you guys think, real quick, about, um, um, like work and if it brings you joy or not? Because a lot of people say, "Oh, you shouldn't work if it doesn't bring you, like, you know, happiness and I'm stuff." Crying. But I think that's a bit. I think I'm sorry, but I think that's a bit. Do you have to come from a place of privilege to say something like that because um that. there's absolutely there's a lot of people um and a lot of like people in my life that I know from my parents to my siblings who um even a cultural thing, I feel like um some people have to do those jobs um because it brings income do you get like comfortability mm-hmm. um so like but then again can you do a job that you're not happy with to get because then like what's more important your well-being or um being financially stable
1: i feel like it's a choice that people have to make every day but i actually hear what you're saying because a lot of people don't have the privilege or the opportunity to be able to go off and pursue the things they want to pursue because they have responsibilities a family or they actually just need to make money to survive the way our society is set up like you actually have no choice but to engage and like for the most part have to work like 40 hours a week just to make ends meet and to make a living like that's the reality of the situation if you're in a place of privilege of course you can maybe just think I'm gonna I'm gonna duck out here it was nice but I'm gonna now do art or I'm gonna now do dance and stuff like that like and that's that's great that some people get that privilege to do it and it's also great that people get to do a job that they're passionate about um and that they can enjoy that's definitely something to to be grateful for if like you're in that place because then you can kind of do both like your passion is what creates income and that's also a great thing um but I feel like I agree like it is a place of privilege to to have that choice and think about which is the one you want to pursue more
2: I agree but I also I'm in two minds about it essentially because I think that as much as it's you have to be in a position of privilege to like be able to enjoy I feel like we shouldn't also discredit like yourself if you're passionate about something it's just about making sure that like you also recognize the consequences of that so if it's like if it's like you know what I haven't come from the best background but like my my goal is to become a famous, I don't know, famous, uh, I was gonna say actor, but you were an actor here. So I want to use a different, famous musician. <laughs> yeah, okay, famous musician, right? And it's like, I know that I'm gonna be struggling, but this is what makes me happy. I think you just have to decide that what, you, you have to decide, you have to weigh out on yourself. And I think it also like, the world kind of lies to us, or this generation lies to us, that your career has to be your passion. And sometimes you can have a job and still have a passion. You just have to make time for both of them. And yeah, man, I just think it also just depends on how like motivated, what motivates you, certainly. Like for me, if I genuinely don't like something, the effort it takes for me to get there is a struggle. So I have to find something that I at least like, at least like 60% so I can keep going. Because otherwise, mate, I'll suffer. <laughs> and I don't so think true. I should keep going in that. So yeah.
1: Those people that can wake up and do like stuff that, you know, th- you know, like that's that's crazy to me. To I wouldn't be able to wake up each day and like do something that I just couldn't enjoy. I think you're right, well, It's definitely something you have to weigh up within yourself.
0: But I think even if they don't enjoy it, I think it's other stuff that motivates them. Like for example, if you have kids, I think mm-hmm. that will be your motivation yeah. because you gotta bring food to that table. Do you know what I mean? It's... So it's not even a place of that whole thing of you have to sacrifice your happiness for something yeah. else. Um, Cause you got you gotta bring in the cash. It's peak that money is what brings like value to life now, um, not just living. And London, I feel like it's just a stressful city.
1: Like
0: Boy. The, the rent, Dude. the this, the tax, the the. It's just like hey, <laughs> like, it don't stop, it's man. Because when I'm looking at the adults, I'm like, yeah, you man look stressed. Like <laughs> it's just crazy.
2: But anyway, guys, I feel like it's time to move on to the, the final part of the podcast.
1: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. We're moving on to the second half of the podcast where Odessa and I take a scene from the show and come up with our own versions of what should have happened. Our guests will pick their favourite and you guys can join in using the hashtag TWBpod. Odessa and I have picked a scene from Seoul and we have created alternative versions of that scene. So what we're working from today is the ending where Joe is given his second chance And he goes back to Earth and we've just basically tried to explore what we think he's going to do with his second chance.
0: Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm so indecisive. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if I pick no one?
1: No. (laughs)
2: No.
0: (laughs) What do you think
2: this is? This ain't no democracy. (laughs) No, you have to pick. You have to pick with your chest, man. Um, Who's going? Is it me or you, Patricia? Who went first last time? I went first last time, so it's you first this time. No pressure. Lord, do you know what? Every time this happens, I'm always shaking. <laughs> I'm physically shaking right now. All right, so so my storyline, um, Joe comes back and he decides to um, really embrace the people around him, particularly his relationship with Connie. <laughs> and we see what happens in that journey. Patricia's given a face. I feel like we've done similar <laughs> things. So we'll see. We'll find out. Everyone ready? Mm-hmm. Joe continues to perform with Dorothea Williams and becomes an official member of the band. The band go on tour performing at theatres, shows and clubs around the country. They're about to have their biggest performance to date in Vegas. If this goes well, they'll be invited to tour around London. But just before the show, he gets a call from his mother and discovers that she's in hospital. She tried to hide it from him because she didn't want to ruin his big break. Nonetheless, Joe drops everything and flies down to New York to help her. Upon arriving, he visits her at the hospital and helps out at her store while she recovers. One day, his favourite student, Connie, enters the shop and says that she misses his lessons. Her youthful energy inspires him to consider teaching again. He goes back to the school, knocks on the principal's office and asks if he can have his job back. But unfortunately, they've given it to someone else. Although disheartened at first, he comes up with a plan to open his own music school in the local community centre. The whole neighbourhood is excited, even his mum, despite the fact that her condition is worsening. That weekend, he opens up the school to the public and mixed members of the community join, including Connie. He spends his time mentoring her and teaching her the true meaning of music. The school gets more and more popular and Joe decides to host a showcase for the community to see all of their hard work. He even invites a principal from a renowned music program to watch Connie perform. However, the day before the event, his mum is in critical condition and can no longer attend, but she makes him promise that he'll continue no matter what. The community showcase is a success. Connie wows everyone with her saxophone performance, and she's scouted by the principal of the music program. Joe feels like he's made it because he helped make an impact in Connie's life. He rushes to the hospital to tell his mum the news, and she tells him that she's proud of him. They hug, but she takes her last breath, passing away in his arms oh my god you killed his mom oh, damn <laughs> wow man there's
1: no need for all of
2: that oh <laughs> of that. i'm sorry all right so that's my storyline that was good patricia, your reaction made me laugh man. <laughs> <laughs> do you know it
1: was it was the hallelujah and i was like yeah, oh my I god. Know,
0: man. okay i'm excited now she set the bar high patricia i'd be shaking if i was you
1: why would you say
2: that i'm so scared now
0: I'm shaking him. I'm (laughs) shook.
2: She comes with the goods. She comes with the goods. All right, Patricia, go ahead. Pitch yours. Let's hear it. Okay,
1: so, like Odessa my scene kind of explores Joe figuring out what he's going to do with a second chance. And he really decides to put a lot of his effort into cultivating his relationship with Connie, his young little protege who is very insecure about music and what she wants to do. So, that's my scene. Without further ado. Joe steps up from the piano and stands next to Dorothea as they receive a standing ovation. He's just finished the gig of his dreams, sipping wine and chatting with guests before he leaves. Walking home, Joe thinks he's not making the most of his second chance and doesn't feel fulfilled. He wishes he had the energy of the crazy man across the road, spinning an arrow around 24 seven. He jerks in surprise, realising it's Moonwind he's looking at. Joe runs across the traffic, having learnt nothing from his first almost death, and admits to Moonwind that he wants to help him find lost souls in the spiritual realm. The two men hunt for lost souls day and night, gisting and exploring. Back in New York, Joe's physical body hasn't been turning up to gigs, and Dorothea keeps leaving angry voicemails on his phone, turning up at his flat and interrogating Curly until she eventually kicks him out of the band. One day, Moonwind and Joe spot a lost soul, only to discover that it's Connie. Joe gasps gasps and rushes over to her and he and Moonwind try to do everything to break her out of the slump. Nothing works, so Joe says he must go back to New York and help her. As he freshens up in his apartment, he sees a flyer for a recital that was slid under his door. Connie's name is on it. So he heads to the school that evening and walks into the auditorium. He can hear pitchy instruments and students practicing out of tune. One kid is even throwing up into a bin. He spots Connie curled up in a corner and puts a reassuring hand on her shoulder. He sits at the piano and starts to play a sweet, sweet melody. Connie is hesitant, but joins in with her trombone. That's all the encouragement she needs. They lose themselves in the music before they realise a the crowd is clapping and cheering. Joe looks down at Connie, who is beaming, proud of his little protege.
2: Oh my God. Indeed. <laughs> Mate, I wasn't expecting that. Flop this innit? Flop tists. Tits and turns. Oh, you guys, that was hard. <laughs> But oh feel free to ask any questions like before you make a decision. You won't pick, you won't make a decision right now. Yeah, no, no, no. So feel free, to, <laughs> feel free to ask us any questions. Before, actually, Patricia, I actually really liked your um exploring the Lost Souls realm. Like I said, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I really great, like that, yeah.
1: Do you know, what? I just really like Moonwind. You know, he's played by Graham Norton as well.
2: Dude, so I do.
1: He... <laughs> and I was just like, this guy is crazy. He's just. <laughs> he's just in another realm and I was just like you know yeah, what gonna be he's zoned out
2: today? I like It's <laughs> like his body was always like
1: wobbling yeah. and I was like dude <laughs> what he you be talking just body popping and body rolling oh my god <laughs> he's I'm living he's living no he is he actually
0: is what made you go back Patricia to the um, lost souls like what made you go back to there because if Joe was given a second chance like, why did you make him go back again to that place
1: that is actually such a good question Um, do you know what? I just feel like, even in the movie, I just feel like after a while, like when he was like on that little ship with like Moonwind, I felt like that was one of the times where, even though he was so stressed out about like almost dying and just being somewhere that he didn't want to be, I feel like that was kind of a moment where he was like, this is great. Like even when he was trying to like help 22 when she was like down and out, like that was something that was like a sweet tender moment between them. So I was like, you're gonna kind of do that again, or at least just sort of take a break from like reality and just like go back to where it all started. And also just because I wanted Moonwind to be in my scene (laughs) somehow. So I was like, you know what, they're just gonna go back. Um, And yeah, I just felt like he was helping, like he was making a difference. It just didn't happen to be in like the physical realm. It was just back, like way back in the spiritual realm. I'm trying to think about a desolacy and if I have any questions. Yeah, same. So his mum his mom died.
2: Yeah. I just thought it would be interesting to, because Sol ex- explores a lot on like life and death as a whole. So I thought it would be interesting to how that cycle continue. But even just in the fact that like he got to really restore and actually build the relationship with his mum for himself. Because like in the first one, it's him and 22 essentially builds that relationship. But I think mm. in this one they actually get to like see each other and actually like, she actually gets to be proud of him for who he is. And he actually gets to not just focus on himself. He abandons everything for her. So just want to show his mom, essentially, it'll be cute.
0: Do you think his mom lived a fulfilled life?
2: Um, I think she did personally, because like, as much as she was supporting, like, I think she spoke about how she had to support her husband in the first film to do everything. But I think she really did love the people around her. She had her group of friends who liked her, like even though she's a bit of a fiery woman, like she had her people. I think she embraced it. Um, it might not be what Joe initially thought was a fulfilled life, but I generally think that she did her part and her, her yeah, she did making an impact. That's how I saw her as mom in the film as a whole. But yeah. No, your scene was
1: interesting. There was a lot, there was a lot in it, but it was, it was interesting. Says the girl that went to the spiritual realm, mate. There's a lot in yours <laughs> too. Okay, okay. This was deep in thought. She's letting it all land, <laughs> letting it all marinate. Okay.
0: Wow, you guys, that was really good stories, man. I'm like, huh. Oh. I like Patricia, I like the way you explored, like, how he went back to the spiritual world. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but if he was a given a second chance, shouldn't he be making a difference in, like, shouldn't he be totally focused on his, like, life instead of going back there again.
1: But I feel like helping lost souls is like his way of giving back. I just think he didn't do it in the conventional way. It kind of I think for a long time New York gave him kind of what as much as he could get from it, at least after that, and I just I think in my head I just felt like he was like, I've done I've done New York, like I've done the music thing. I just kind of just want to explore a bit if I had the second charts of life I would probably while I was trying to like focus on like my life and my community and stuff I'd also want to just do like just out of pocket stuff like and things that weren't necessarily
2: conventional as well where where was his body so like you know Graham Norton's body or whoever that guy's name was on the street where's Joe's body when he's going away so
1: in my head right with Moonwind, moon he would be, like, spiritually in that other realm. But his body would be body body rolling up on the side of New York City. Yeah, in his zone. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Joe's physical body is, like, that too, like, kind of just going through the motions. But spiritually, he's somewhere else kind of thing. That's how I saw it in my head. So, in the scene, he's not turning up to gigs because he's just, just probably in his flat, just not... Like playing piano or something. Playing yeah. the piano, like I do, remember yeah. when
0: he escaped last time he was playing the piano.
2: True, true. true. Yeah. Thank Makes you for sense. writing that into my scene.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> So Yeah, I think that's what his his physical body was doing, like he's just kind of neglecting life, just living life in the spiritual realm.
0: But shouldn't he be living life though, instead of going back to the spiritual world?
1: But what is life? Coso, what is life? He's living life, but he's just living it <laughs> what in this around.
2: <laughs> Before you make a decision, let's we'll, we will do the thing that we do every episode where we give ourselves 10 seconds to just for our, vi- our final pleas of why you should pick us. My heart is beating, my body is shaking. I cannot lie, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. All right, Thank 10 you. seconds starts. Pick mine cause Joe pursues his relationship with his mom. He really embraces his community and makes the most of what he has now to embrace the life that he's going to have. Connie changes her life- It's a wrap. Him. It's a <laughs> wrap. Oh my God. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Patricia, you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. She's actually good. She, look how calm yeah. she is. Man. But you know what? I have no <laughs> idea what's gonna happen right now, but we move, so. It's a right. Your 10 seconds starts now. Pick
1: mine because it's a perfect fusion between the afterlife and New York City. Plus, you get to see Joe help Connie and develop her taste in music. Oh, I two seconds left, and I was like, right. I don't really you know need to use that. All right, bad girl. I was like, <laughs> keep those two seconds. B, I only need eight.
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well then, well then. Mm. Oh,
1: my- yeah, Savoir,
2: water. Sip
1: Oh, my gosh. Why are you coming for my Kirkland, man? (laughs) I'm actually coming with the smoke, innit? It's because I'm scared. It's because I'm scared.
2: (laughs) I I didn't do nothing to y'all today. All right, Kaisa. You've heard. You've heard us. You've heard our pitches. You've heard our hearts. Oh, my gosh. You have to pick. Pick, man.
0: Pick. So, I picked this person because I feel like this person really took a different journey on some things that I wish were completed in the film. Um, And... I think the, the scene was very interesting and I connected with it and it made me, I liked it, it made me feel something. So I think the winner is... Oh my God, is
2: she frozen? No. <laughs> my chest, she did dramatic
0: It's not
3: <laughs> oh I
2: God. knew it, I actually knew it. I do, guys. I'm dancing. I'm celebrating. What body you. roll? What? What's <laughs> that guy? <Whoa>, <laughs> oh
0: my no, god! Oh, are you role. sure? Yeah. So Patricia, Patricia, I really love sure? jaws because you know you went like back to the afterlife and then you did fuse it with his actual life. But I picked um thing because I think she, she, she really gave him that second chance he needed. Um, I think he really completed <laughs> yeah. like what he should have. Um, and built a relationship with his mum, which he didn't really have um, in his first attempt. Yeah.
2: Thank you, thank you so much. Stop, yeah. stop milking it. Stop milking well it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just say, You're a yo winner
0: as well, okay? It's just because I had to pick one. You get it.
1: She gave me a participation medal. So fine. it's alright. I'll bring it back next week. Don't worry. Don't get too comfy. Just enjoy the. Stage
0: <laughs> She's really killing your vibe, man. She's really killing
2: your vibe. I'm just happy. Let me just... No, I'm very yeah, sorry. Let me not be salty. Let me not <laughs> be salty. It's all right. I've been salty. I've had my moments. But guys, I can't lie. Our podcast is coming to an oh. end. It's, it's actually like... We've actually been talking for a good hour plus. I know. Do you guys think that COSA made the right decision? Who do you think won? Um, Let us know by using the hashtag TWBpod or sending an email. We might even feature it in our next episode.
1: So that's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, remember to follow us at the TWBpod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can join in the conversation using the hashtag TWBpod. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah just remember to follow us wherever you listen to your podcast and don't forget to leave a review because we love to see those you can follow me at double underscore pdvr on instagram
2: and twitter and you can follow me at adi adesi just that adi adesi <laughs> and you can follow at kosa ali underscore <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> and watch rocks watch yes. rocks yes watch oh my rocks. gosh to be honest we can't even end this without talking about rocks watch rocks one of the best films to ever come out personally i love that film with my chest i will say it wholeheartedly you are a sick actress you're talented (laughs) you've got it all going for you (laughs) i'm gassed thank you sorry that's it yeah can you cry thank
0: you guys but yeah guys go um listen to that would bang podcast, um, enjoy it. And if you have any queries <laughs> or anything that you want to say, go to thatwoodbang at gmail.com.
1: Oh, hey, love that! We the need the to word. use that as our official outro now. <laughs> Forget what I said.
2: <laughs> so, see you next week, guys. Bye. 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 That's it for today's episode,
1: guys. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, follow us at the TWB pod on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can join in the conversation using the hashtag
2: TWBpod. If you like what you heard, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Acast app or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you love what you heard, drop a rating and a cheeky review. Tune in next week where we're talking about Emily in Paris with award winning commissioning editor Katie Packer.